Hi, I'm Dave Rowan. Welcome back to the Calgary Stampeders podcast. Just about a month away from the biggest day in the CFL. That would be Grey Cup Sunday. Of course, it's here this year. And, of course, it's going to be a festival all week long in the city. Aren't the Stampeders going to be a part of it? We're just going to have to wait and see. But in the meantime, how are preparations going? Getting ready for the party that's going to be around the great national festival that is the Grey Cup. Jock Wilson caught up with Mike Franco from the Calgary Stampeders and the Grey Cup Committee to see what's going on. Real pleasure to be joined by Mike Franco. Not only is he the senior VP of the Calgary Stampeders of the business side of things, but he is the chair of the 2019 Grey Cup Festival. And boy, that that Grey Cup is right around the corner. Mr. Franco, uh, like we're we're a month away from Grey Cup 107. Uh, How is planning coming? Are we ready to go? Well, Jock, I am not sleeping very much anymore. <laughs> I so, bet. Uh, that must mean we're getting real close. Uh, no, honestly, it's uh, it's going really good. We're so excited about the plan, and uh, the plans for the festival has come along uh, really, really nicely, and now we're just really into all the detail work to make sure that uh, our execution is flawless and uh, fans have a great time when they come out and uh, enjoy it. I know you got a great team around you. You know, you brought in Dwayne Vino from for, from last year's Grey Cup in, in Edmonton. Uh, what sort of buzz, what sort of feedback are you getting from, from fans across this country? Well, it's uh, it's been pretty positive, uh, you know, especially with the, the announcement of Keith Urban the other day. It, I think it just took everybody and said, you know, this Grey Cup is Canada's biggest annual sporting event. This is a big deal in our country, and it's starting to we're, – we're trying to make sure that it feels like that and that we deliver as a big-scale event. And uh, so we put a lot of programming around the festival, and every time we get out and we get a chance to share that story, and I, I think that's one of our challenges um, – making sure everybody knows what that festival is really uh, includes it gets people excited every single time we get a room full of people and we share that video they get they get really excited and so i'd encourage people to get to uh greatcupfestival.ca and you can kind of see the whole run of show of what's happening during the week and there's just a lot of stuff there. you got to experience the energy without a doubt. So I, I got to ask you, Mike, you know, Keith Urban was a huge announcement and, and hey, we are a country city. Uh, there's no question we, we love our country music and of course we love our rodeos and the Calgary Stampede and there's a great partnership there. How much say did, did, did the football club or did your committee have in, in bringing in you know, Keith Urban? Because obviously we, we, we tied in the, the, the country aspect of it but this is obviously bigger because you know modem mobile freedom is uh, our freedom mobile i should say is the is the title sponsor and I, I know the league gets involved in this one as well but uh, how much say did you have in it well you know the the league really does the 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 heavy lifting of of uh the contract negotiations uh we would be uh with them every step of the way i would i would say that um we wanted an act that we thought was going to fit our market and was going to elevate this game. And I can tell you when we were announced with the game, our first conversation was I, I personally said there's two artists that I would think would make this great cup really special. And the first name I said was Keith Urban. And um, we've been going down that road with them nonstop to say, how do we get Keith Urban? And we've been working, we worked through that. So the league did a lot of the, a lot of that heavy lifting, but, you know, we were in daily phone calls with them and making sure that uh, uh, what we thought this was going to do for our game was important. And so we work really closely with them, but I'll give the full credit to the, the, the CFL. They're the ones who really did the, the work to get it done. Can you tell me your number two choice? 
I don't think that'd be fair to Keith, but uh, let's just say the number one choice was Keith, and uh, and we've got him, so we're super excited. Well, well, you know what? And I knew I knew that answer was coming. And believe me, I'm okay with Keith because I got a man crush on him. For goodness sakes, he's a good looking dude, and you know I'll tell you this: he's got a great looking wife too, and I, I'm sure he's going to come into Calgary and, and experience the energy. I, I sure hope so, and, and you know, you, you say that, one of the number one comments that we had uh, through social and our phone calls and all sorts of stuff was, oh, great, now my wife's interested in going to the Grey Cup, <laughs> which we said, well, we just did the people the biggest favor in the world, right? Uh, you got to have something for everybody to kind of enjoy the Grey Cup. So, uh, yeah, I, I really hope that he, he has the opportunity to take in more of Calgary. I don't know if people really understand what Calgary means to uh, to Keith and, and what it's done in his career. It had a special place in, in, in his heart. And I think for him, he feels like this is his crowd. And for us, we feel like he's he's part of us. And, and so we just thought this is just such a perfect top, top international superstar to be playing at our great cup. I mean, we had no idea. I would love to tell you that we're brilliant marketers and we plan to release it on the same day as the Super Bowl show. Uh, but that just out of 365 days, somehow we found the same day. And, um, you know, the overwhelming feedback that we heard for our market, and I think they got a great show for the market that they're in down there. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people here in Canada uh, really feel like we just put ourselves on that scale, that uh, this was a comparable show. Whether you think one's better or the other doesn't really matter. The fact is I think they're comparable, which is a, a really big step and a big sign for the, the CFL for people to be able to talk like that. You're bang on, and we got the same reaction here at the radio station. Uh, people said, hey, move aside, Pepsi halftime show, because the uh, you know, Mo- Freedom Mobile halftime show is going to be just as good in, in Canada, which I, I think is fantastic. And, and hey, it, it falls into the CFL 2.0, you know, global of the game because you don't have to bring in a Canadian star for a great cup. He is an international star. And I, and in a way, I think that's even better for the game. You know what? And, and we certainly heard that from some fans. And I said, you should be so proud of the Canadian element of this game and that we can attract an artist like Keith Urban to come play at the, at a CFL event. I think you should be more proud of that than disappointed because this game is about, that's what's made this game special from the very beginning was that we were for everybody and our doors were open and we embrace uh, people coming and playing here and they fall in love with our cities and they fall in love with our team and our game. And we're starting to see that through CFL 2.0. I, I honestly, I, I haven't, there's going to be so much Canadiana in our Grey Cup. I don't think you're going to lose a, a, a little bit through there. And so I think it was just the absolute perfect fit for us. After the Keith Urban announcement, you know, I know the game's not sold out yet. I'm, I'm still shaking my head on that one. And I know it will <laughs> be a sellout, but uh, there must have been an uptick in sales as soon as that, that announcement made. Absolutely, and, and to be quite honest, I was—I uh, really wanted it to be announced at our, at our Labor Day game because I really felt like that was going to be the the piece that really got that snowball rolling downhill. You know, it it, it happens when it happens, and and we certainly saw a really nice uptick, and it's continued. Uh, we do have uh, tickets available and, and in good price ranges. I, I mean, I think one of the battles we're facing is there's sometimes some misconceptions that the game's either sold out or the game's really expensive. Mm-hmm. We took a, uh, tickets and, and looked at 2009 when our cheapest pr- uh, price in 2009 was 225 bucks. We introduced a price point at 119 We had one at 189 uh, And we really tried to create an environment that was going to be fan-friendly. 
those tickets are still available. There's still ways for people to get into the game. Uh, I'm with you. Calgarians are going to show up at the end of the day, uh, and whoever gets in there, uh, their their fan base, I'm sure we'll see a, a spike from that. But we really believe that uh, we're going to get there. But, uh, yeah, we got a little bit of work to do still there, and, and we're just continuing to try to tell that story and get people excited. And uh, this is a game you, you just, you know, you want to be at an event. There's nothing better. You can see it on TV. There's nothing better than being there live when something special happens. I, I did love the decision of the football club and, and the CFL not to expand the stadium and, and make it uncomfortable because we know the concourse challenges at McMahon Stadium. Uh, so, you know, what you see is what you get, although I do see some new corporate suites that are, that are prop, prop, <laughs> propping up at uh, McMahon Stadium. Yeah, they, those, those look pretty cool. <laughs> Again, we... Uh, we really, really tried to take it to heart. What, what did we do well in 2009? What did we need to improve on? And I think that was the number one ex, uh, uh, feedback we had was the fan experiences wasn't what you would expect for the quality of a game of a great cup. You don't want to be waiting in a line to pick a beer up or go to the washroom and miss a quarter, uh, all those kinds of things. So we took that really seriously. and said, we do not want to add to the load and 10,000 more people on this stadium. You know our concourse sizes. It just doesn't work. So we've added a few things. So we took that north end zone and said, well, corporate Calgary and our corporate partners, they need more hospitality spaces. They're just not available in, in McMahon Stadium. And so we built those suites. And those suites have done really well. They're, they're sold out. There's some shared suite options on the side. That There's a few that are still available. But for the most part, our premium stuff on that end zone is, is done really well. And our goal through that is those people never have to touch the concourse. It's kind of... Uh, it, it, it looks after itself. It's a full ecosystem, including egress and ingress, uh, so that they don't touch the concourse. We also took taken the four uh, main entrances uh, where people will enter, and we've blown those out. So at the Grey Cup, there's going to be a much bigger footprint of what actually is inside the stadium. And the whole goal is there is to add additional washrooms, to add additional uh, concession stands so that people can get a drink people can go to the washroom people people can feel like there's a little bit of space it's not like we can uh, create uh, all all sorts of space but we can create enough more space that it's going to feel comfortable so we just tried to say this great cup is going to be about the fan experience we want people to come to this great cup and say i went to a big event i went and saw something real special and i was real comfortable and i and i really feel like i got my value out of it Please tell me this, if the Calgary Stampeders are in the game and we all have our fingers crossed, that our touchdown horse is going to be able to run on the sidelines because we, you know, the, the poor horse, Quick Six, has been shut out of a few great cups. Well, we got him there last year, and I think we know the results. So uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we are, um, I don't know how they could tell me that, that we couldn't let him run when he runs all the time here. So usually it's about safety. It's usually about space. Uh, and we think we know the space. We know this building. Um, I would uh, consider it a failure on my part if that horse wasn't there. Now Huff's got to do his job, though. He's got to get us there first. That, that is that is so true. Hey, I, I know we got the Riders this weekend. Talk about a big game. And this this could determine who's hosting the Western Final this weekend. I think there's going to be some excitement in Command Stadium uh, on Friday night. Yeah, what a race this has turned out to be in the West. And uh, anytime uh, you've got Calgary and, and the Riders uh, battling there for first place, uh, there's a lot of excitement, especially when you get this late into the season. So, um, yeah, we're seeing a real nice spike up there. I, 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 was saying it's, I think it's going to feel very much like a Labor Day-style crowd. Um, there's, uh, we're seeing tickets spike every day. Uh, there's been a nice, uh, nice crew. I was talking to the riders the other day and they said, uh, the, the, the fan base they have here in Calgary of all the, 
uh, people that have moved and, and now call Calgary home and a number of them are season ticket holders. Uh, I think you're going to see uh, some different colors inside that stadium. <laughs> we had a little fun on Twitter and we told them we weren't going to send any green fireworks off. Um, it just just to have a little bit of fun and, and it's been going back and forth. It's going to be a great time. There's absolutely nothing better. We love all football fans and there's <laughs> nothing better than when they're inside this stadium and you're fighting for first place. That is what uh, Canadian Football League's all about, and hey, we're excited about it. Without a doubt. Mike, before I let you go, and I appreciate your time, a born and raised Calgarian you are, graduated from the University of Calgary, a degree in physical education. How, how does a guy with a degree in physical education become so big with the Calgary Stampeders and, and of course, uh, the Great Cup Committee? You know what? I, I chalk it all up to luck. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know exactly how you did it, but I will tell you, that the very first job that I had in sport was when I was at the University of Calgary. It was right here with the Calgary Stampeders. And I was just a kid on the sideline getting to throw many footballs out after they scored touchdowns. Uh, I never would have guessed that uh, that many years forward I'd have a, a role like I do and an opportunity to sit with John Huffnagel and Dave Dickinson. And uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I, you know, pinch myself. How, how do you get a chance to do this with a team like this and as a Calgarian? Nothing makes me prouder and nothing will make me prouder than delivering an, an absolute great, best Grey Cup ever to the rest of the nation and show, Cal, uh, show the nation why Calgary is so great. Very well said. November 24th, right around the corner. Grey Cup 107. Mr. Franco, thanks so much for your time, my friend. Thanks, Jock, as always. Thanks, Jock. Thanks, Mike. That is all the time we have this time around on the Calgary Stampeder podcast. Remember, we'd love to hear from you. Give us some feedback on what you think about what we're doing. Send us some story ideas. Let us know what you want to hear. Tell a friend. Let's get those download numbers up. And remember, if you're looking to download, you can get the Calgary Stampeder podcast everywhere you get your podcast. We'll see you next time.